Hi everyone, I am Rahul Rawal, your friend and host on Coffee Table Stories. Today, the person we are going to talk is someone whom I met through a social media platform some years back. Thankfully, so we became friends soon, and I got to witness this fantastic individual journey through her. It gives me an immense pleasure to introduce Kanupriya Sharma. Kanupriya, my friend, is a spiritually curious humanitarian who loves reading, writing, uh, traveling. and exploring life riding her bullet yes her bullet uh, she is very passionate about fitness and men- mental health issues kanupriya believes in the path of growth and discovery that goes beyond the experience of the body and, and mind you know sounds fascinating right we'll explore more uh, through this discussion with her thank you so much kp for being with us on coffee table stories thank you for having me rahul it's a pleasure and honor to be here likewise likewise uh, so kanubia i've been following you on you know various social platforms you know we have been talking for years so i have witnessed this wonderful journey that you have been through and that's what we want to discuss in this episode so i'll start with my first question okay so give us a glimpse of your journey until now and and also if you can you know point out some events which changed the way you look at the life you do now right the person you are today thanks yeah that's a that's a tricky question because so much has happened in life and um I'm, i'll just try and kind of pick out four key uh milestones in life basically things that i can remember on the tip of my finger that has helped me evolve into a person that i am today um definitely starting with you know taking charge of my health as a teen as a as a young person as a child i was quite pampered at home i was the only child for 8 years and uh, being born and raised in a punjabi family all the focus was on food so <laughs> both quite a chubby child who turned into an obese teenager um and then i got aware of where my health is going and and I wasn't happy with the situation so the first change of transformation in life was when I decided to take charge of my fitness and health um definitely the second uh, milestone in life was falling in and out of love and everything that happened happened in between I was in a my first relationship was um a long relationship of 13 years and it wow was, Oh, 13 years. Oh, yeah. It's kind of rare and it was a journey uh that I started when I was in my early 20s and it, the the foundation of it was taking the sense that it started with, with I had a lot of insecurities and it started with my insecurities and my desire to be accepted by the opposite sex. We'll talk about it in detail um yeah. later. You know how your body image or or your image of yourself when you are as a child and when you grow up as a teenager affects the choices that you make in life and your connections and relationships with other people in the world so we'll talk about that a little bit later so yeah falling in love and then falling out of love having first heartbreak it was tough but again quite transformational for me i i learned that i need to deal with my securities insecurities on my own and i need to take charge of my mental health as well because after 13 years i was quite broken and down into pieces and i had to gather myself together and and start life all over again in a way 
so that was um, another milestone and then definitely starting uh, starting my job in the development sector in social development sector working for a cause it made me feel that you know my commitment my contribution to the society is is going to pay some results so i am working for for something productive and and my work is not just getting me a living but i i'm doing something which is passionate which is which is driving me as a person towards uh, you know growth and and contributing to the society um and then of course my interest in traveling and experiencing life at, as it comes and uh, that little adventurous streak here and there of learning how to ride a bullet and then taking on uh, you know small trips across delhi and outside of delhi and just sort of earning those experiences reflecting on them yeah so just about that i think all these things have made me into into the person that i am today right absolutely and uh, such a beautiful journey you have had i mean see uh, everyone's journey is full of experience right and uh, but as we if we grow through it then we i think that's a success right so uh, very curious about uh, the bullet thing and uh, so you know knowing that we are a country uh, where we are you know good at judging everything and anything and everything so how is your experience of riding a bullet you know being a woman riding a bullet in delhi or outside delhi you know if you have taken those trips how was the experience uh, have you had some any reactions or things that you can recount yeah it's been fascinating um definitely i've, I've got a lot of attention wanted and unwanted <laughs> yeah um and i was a bit scared initially because my family were kind of you know scared for me that uh, bullet is a very heavy bike and um they were they were happy with me trying maybe a scooty or any other yeah. two wheeler but owning a bullet was they they were initially against it and they kind of you know in their protective manners they try to instigate fear that you'll fall down you'll break a leg and don't go for it it's it's not a very lady like thing but i don't know this innate desire uh, to have this adventure it just sort of it, it didn't it didn't fizzle out in me um so I bought my friend's old bullet just to see how good or bad I am with it and against all odds I learned it started riding started enjoying it and yes people people passed comments people especially guys they kind of booed me at times tried to kind of you know uh, yeah. talk to me and it was funny and the funniest experience was that um i chopped my hair short just so that you know uh, i can kind of wear helmet more comfortably mm. um, and i was in full gear so i was riding my uh, bullet from work back home and it was raining a lot and somehow uh, at dholakua my bike slipped a little so i fell over on 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 the left side and it was because of a car it sort of came so close to me that i just sort of uh, you know got a bit scared and i i lost my balance and and the bullet was slow i was slowing it down 
So I was okay. applying the spray uh, because the, the signal had turned red, and I fell down. And and the guy also was a bit startled at what what had happened. So he didn't realize that it was a woman writer. He came out, and um, he looked quite upset, as if you know he was probably going to start uh, a quarrel. That hey, dude, how are you? <laughs> and then I took off my helmet and I stood up. Bullet was flat on the floor. I took off my helmet, and he realized it's a woman, and he was shocked. And instantly, his reaction changed from being upset and angry to being polite and, and apologetic. And he said, "I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize it was a woman rider." I said, "No worries. It's, it wasn't your fault. I was just trying to slow down, and then because of the rain, we couldn't see uh, and gauge." And he said, "Let me help you lift it up." And I was like, "Don't worry." I'll, I'll do it, and he was wondering how is she going to be able to lift that heavy thing off the ground. And yeah. thanks to my love for lifting, when I did it um, with ease, he was astonished, and so were people around. And that was quite quite a funny incident, and and definitely I hurt myself a little. But yeah, w- one of the funny stories uh, riding yeah. riding my bullet. And uh, mm-hmm. so, if you know, I have to tell you in my case. so people with disability and they driving a car or any vehicle for that matter obviously that is also not seen as a valid match right and <laughs> and um, and like you said your family and your you know your parents and everyone was so worried that you are going to ride a very heavy bike and uh, so they were worried in their own right of being parents and family but at the same time the good thing is that you did not give up uh, but in my case i tell you my my story mm-hmm. that you know i was very inspired i had i have a friend who uh, who lives in dehradun and so she is also on wheelchair she she has uh, the locomotor disability like i am mm-hmm. and but she is the uh, you know she drives the car right and she drives the car in the hills she she drives from masuri uh, dehradun to masuri or to rishikesh and back to dehradun and so you know she rides in hills and i was so inspired i was so awestruck with that and uh, you know so pumped up i bought an automatic car and i got it fitted with the hand controls because my legs don't work in that fashion that i can control accelerator or brake or clutch through my legs so i got the uh, these controls fixed in in my car um but you know there was immense pressure from my family my loved ones that i won't be able to drive even if i learn driving a little bit delhi is not a place uh, you know where i can drive the car eventually i gave up so but you know listening to your story i i really feel good that you did not give up you you know you tried your best and now you have succeeded and you have instilled that confidence in everyone around that you can do it right and now i don't think ki wo bhi parental pressure ab hoga waisa wala ki why are you riding a bullet or not because now it's year that you have been riding a bullet and they are confident yeah absolutely rahul i think initially i was also not very confident i'll, I'll be honest it was just the passion for it and you know just the fire within me that i want yeah. to give it a try at least i want to try but i did have my fears and, and and definitely what my parents said it it struck me as well that you know what if i fall down what if i break a leg what's mm. 
then what if i meet with with an accident which is so deadly that you know i i am uh, left mangled or uh, mm. yeah if if something happens to me basically and um yeah. all i can say is that uh, you have, if you put a reasonable thought into anything you want to do it you have confidence um i think in terms of percentage you know 80 20 20% you, yeah. you you're doubtful but 80% you're confident and you so want to do it think reasonably all the risks that it involve and how it involves and how you're going to deal with those risks and what others say i think it is important to hear but it's also important not to take it to heart or to mind um True. because your passion your love for trying something new is actually going to be the catalyst and will bring the change in life if you think you can do it you can do it if you think you cannot do it most likely you will not be able to do it and people around us they, our loved one our friends they have the best intentions for us in place they they are protective they want to save us from you know from the world or from from difficult situations yeah um and you we need to take it in in a good spirit in the sense that listen to them but most importantly listen to what your heart says and i think you should give it another try uh, yes i am inspired and honestly so uh, i will i'll be you know brutally honest that you know probably uh, i wanted to do it but probably i lacked that conviction as well i i would not just say that because you know i left it because my parents did not want it or my family or friends did not want me to do that somewhere you know if you lack that conviction uh anything and everything will uh, you know have an impact of your thinking and uh, probably you would not go ahead with that you know what you wanted to do and yeah definitely you got to want it badly you got to yeah. want it at any cost exactly i think that's what i lack but yes i think i should give it one more try so i'll i'll definitely let you know yay <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, moving on uh, so kanvya we talked about your love and passion for traveling right and uh, so th- now there are two aspects of my question one uh, what do you think uh, you know how traveling has played a role in life in your life you know changing the outlook of how you look at things of now versus probably when you were uh, not traveling that much or you haven't traveled that much uh, versus now when you have traveled uh, to a lot of destinations met a lot of people and uh, and the second part you know to in continuity of this is that uh, we know that you have traveled to mozambique obviously because of the work uh, mm-hmm. that you do uh, but also uh, related to the traveling experience and the different cultures that what you have learned uh, you know from this travel as well absolutely so i started um traveling for work initially um and i always traveled with my family um never even with friends so i i was as a teenager and as a child i was quite a shy timid 
and uh, you can say a little low on confidence uh, were you i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um but i think job gave me a lot of confidence and when i started traveling initially things were challenging things were difficult i still remember the first trip that i made on my own solo was for work and not not within india but it it was um to the uk and the first night in london such a beautiful city i was crying all alone trying to figure <laughs> out where am i going to eat my dinner i didn't want to eat it at the hotel i went out and i looked so many restaurants but i was so overwhelmed by this you know changed environment and and foreign environment that i was in i was so scared i i went to a mcdonalds the worst place <laughs> grab a bite when you have so many lovely places around and i just yeah i just cried myself uh, and i was like where have i landed what am i going to do here and my trip was for 5 days and i was like oh my gosh how am i going to survive these 5 days and i went home and i called my mom and i was like i want to come home and she said make most of it it's a lifetime experience it's your first time i know you're scared i know you're you're all by yourself but try and enjoy it and i was like yeah okay let's give it a try that trip didn't go that well to be honest but the second trip i was more confident i was more flexible and i think that's what travel is about you know you become more confident in your own skin in your own abilities you develop new skills you come across uh, different people from different walks of life different cultures and you see things in a very different light altogether and you become quite flexible as a person that you know ah okay so this uh, this is not uh, as per the plan no worries let's see you know what what future has to in store for me uh this booking didn't work no worries let's go check out another another place so traveling has made me way more confident than i used to be and way more flexible and definitely i've had amazing experiences um so for instance talking about mozambique mozambique is uh, very close to my heart because um i went on a humanitarian program so i will tell a little bit about my work and not sure. most people know about uh, you know are aware of what development sector and social development is all about um basically we i'm not going to be able to talk a lot about my organization but it's it's a government organization and not an indian government so we yeah. provide funding um for large scale programs to make lives better in different sectors it could be in in infrastructure sector it could be in the sector of climate change and energy it could be in governance or uh, human rights we usually work in partnership with big multilateral agencies like the un asian development bank world bank my role is of a program manager so basically jack of all master of none i do everything starting from uh, designing a program to procurement uh, managing finances and overlooking uh, delivery of a program on ground humanitarian program that i went for to mozambique uh, was my first time when i was when i actually went into the field into remote areas of mozambique and and got my hands dirty in the field and i saw how people who are deeply stuck in poverty you know deal with day to day life people who have to walk 5 or 10 kilometers uh, every other day to get water 
or to get food we provided food support uh because the, certain parts of mozambique were severely affected by drought at that time and then there were other parts that are affected by floods so we were providing both flood relief as well as uh, drought relief for drought relief we were giving ration for flood relief we were giving uh, flood kits and we went to the field to remote areas um and came across people from completely different walk of life and these um women so vulnerable petite four feet probably uh, five inches tall um walking for around five or ten kilometers just to get you know ration for the month from our camps carrying children uh in 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 a small uh so they had something called kapulana a cloth they wrapped around their shoulder and waist um and they carried children in that and then this ration would be around 10 15 or could be 20 kilos carrying that on their heads and then they walked back another 5 or 10 kilometers but when you saw them coming to the camp with sad eyes tired faces and then when they saw the food the, the smile that brought um, you know the food brought on their faces things that we take for granted every meal we take for granted we don't even think about it we just think about choices what am i going to have for dinner oh i don't want to have kebabs let me go for a, a pizza yeah that kind of choice we have for them all that mattered was that i am going to now have meals at least for the next few days and it brought such smile to their faces and then she would happily with lots of energy uh, carry that 10 20 kilos of ration over her head with two two kids or at time three kids around you know around her waist and and walked back that gave me goosebumps that taught me a lot about gratification and and about gratitude sorry and about you know what happiness is about how it's so different for diff- people from different walks of life and how where you take birth actually and and how your conditioning is sort of sets the scene for you in terms of you know how happy you would be in life yeah i learned a lot from mozambique loved the culture there um loved people such beautiful uh people and amazing sky uh, africa has low low pollution uh, compared to delhi so the sky was so clear so dramatically beautiful i would just sit and stare at the sky for hours and hours together and wow. we were so warm welcoming i got fed a lot like it's popular for <laughs> free food and every other week we had some or the other get together at work and there was so much of food and and music african people they love food they love music they love to hang out and enjoy so it was an amazing experience enjoyed it thoroughly also learned a lot for my work as well as for my personal growth that's beautiful and you know when you were uh, you were telling this uh, you know how they felt so satisfied and happy looking at the the kit of ration that you were you know giving them so i was just thinking that hum log kitna matlab if i talk about myself uh, me and my mom my mom is literally fed up of me because i 
you know lately i have become so choosy about what i want to eat or what i don't want to eat and daily we have those discussions where i want i ask my mom for options you know she give uh-huh. me five options or uh, four options then i'll choose so now you know, listening to this i i, I literally felt guilty that you know there are people in world who are just struggling to get that you know food for you know at least once one meal a day and here we have plenty of it and uh, unlimited choices still we are not satisfied still we want more and more but i think uh, you know so why i felt guilty was probably hum na kabhi bhi a lot of times when we are eating uh, You're doing something besides eating, right? या तो लैपटॉप पे काम कर रहे हैं फोन देख रहे हैं एंड साथ खा रहे हैं पता नहीं चल रहा खा लिया कब खा लिया खत्म हो गया और दुनिया में साथ में मस्त है ठीक है सो वो जो होता है ना कि ये एक ऐसी चीज है जिसके लिए मे बी फोर्टी फिफ्टी परसेंट ऑफ द वर्ल्ड पॉपुलेशन इज स्ट्रगलिंग टू है डे एंड वे गेटिंग इट इन प्लेंटी एंड हम उसको रिकोगनाइज तक नहीं कर रहे कि हमें वो मिल रहा है है ना वो ग्रेटिट्यूड वाली जो फीलिंग होती है कम्प्लीटली मिसिंग एंड यू नो एक्नोलेज ही नहीं कर रहे हैं हम चीज को आई थिंक दैट्स वेयर आई फेल्ट मोर गिल्टी आई मीन हैविंग चॉइसेस इज ऑलवेज गुड यू नो यू कैन देन यू कैन चूज व्हाट्स बेस्ट फॉर यू बट एट द सेम टाइम एक्नोलेजिंग एंड हैविंग दैट ग्रेटिट्यूड इन योर हार्ट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट नो एब्सोल्युटली एंड आई डू द सेम बेसिकली आई यूजुअली इदर रीड और वॉच समथिंग बाय रीडिंग आई नो इट्स नॉट अ गुड हैबिट but i think all of us do that and yeah. i think it's all right like um as long as um it's not affecting you in a bad way i think it's okay it's okay to have some vices we do not perfect beings so yeah yeah you know that i mean in in some of the uh, you know the manifestation journals that i've read or uh, some articles जो हम खा रहे हैं पी रहे हैं इनहेल कर रहे हैं तो अगर आप कुछ अगर आप उस फूड को एक्नोलेज कर रहे हो फील कर रहे हो वाइल ईटिंग दैट वाइल है then it manifests itself that way in your body yeah, hey. absolutely i mean so what what yeah. i think is that if something is actually creating a problem so for instance some people if when they eat a meal and they read or do watch something side by side yeah. they don't feel full even after they've eaten a good portion they they, they continue to binge that right. can, it could be a problem so you need to be more mindful of you know exactly. your meals food that is going going in your body um again your food choices matter a lot so if you're eating burger for every meal or a pizza or junk food or anything fried for every meal but with lot of mindfulness and gratitude <laughs> you're still going to get fat <laughs> do you know what i mean so i completely get it you become a burger <laughs> yeah you'll become a burger so theek hai i mean uh, it's great to do things rightly all the time and everything Yeah. but i also believe that you know don't put a lot of stress on yourself if if yeah. something is okay and it's working out for you um 
just continue with it maybe focus on something else which probably is like having a having a bad effect or which is not working out and we tend to be we tend to become so focused on doing everything perfect and ideal yeah that it becomes um it becomes stressful do you know what i mean like uh, yeah i know we try to do things right all the time by the book everything and instead of enjoying the process we are actually just trying to make that you know we're doing something right and i i think the point the point of everything is that you should you should enjoy the process and it should benefit you yeah true true as simple as that yeah okay all right uh, moving on so now let's uh, you know since we touched upon how eating a burger we can become a burger <laughs> uh, now let's uh, move to the fitness journey of yours right mm-hmm. and trust me it inspires me a lot because somewhere i have been a witness to it through social media and different platforms we are connected so what was the trigger which gravitated you towards it um, and also how do you link body fitness and mental health yeah that's a great question rahul and i'm so glad that you raised this um so as i mentioned earlier my fitness journey basically started from a point where i was very unhealthy obese and um i was pampered a lot as a child and food was my go to go to place food was my comfort zone um and this happened till the time i uh, i uh, passed high school and once i got into college i was quite fat at that i i was at the you know at the highest point of my weight basically i weighed almost 110 kilos at for a frame of 5 feet 5 inches quite a lot and it was an eye opener for me because i was i studied in one school uh, throughout you know all my sort of uh, schooling was from yeah. one school and i had friends and i i was in a comfort zone everyone knew me and accepted me uh, as a funny fat girl whose image i Uh, but funny so i was comfortable with that image but when i entered college and obviously it was also i was going through puberty um and it's a difficult time puberty is a difficult time so many changes are happening in your body unit you, you know in terms of hormones and you basically try and find out yourself who am i teenagers often they try and wonder who they are what yeah. their identity is you're searching for your identity in those teen years how and you're searching for validation especially from the opposite sex and if you are unattractive if you have been i was bullied a lot in school and if you've been bullied a lot and if you have been uh, you know mocked a lot for looking a certain way it it becomes very difficult challenging to build that confidence which you need um so in college first year i saw all these pretty pretty you know young women uh who dressed up like dolls and could wear anything that they like and they were getting all the attention from the opposite sex i know it's it's a shallow start but i just wanted to say that i was a teenager at that time so these things mattered a lot to me you know having attention from the opposite sex uh feeling desirable was important to me yeah and um first year of college i said okay that's about it i need to do something about this situation and i started exercising 
I was quite active in my school years as well. I I, I was into volleyball. I was into shot put, but I was also a lot into food. So that first year of college, um, I think I paid a lot of attention to my diet. Um, I exercised a lot, and I won't say that this journey of becoming fat to fit started on a good note. I went on crash diets and I exercised three or four times in a day, and it was an obsession. I lost a lot of weight. I lost almost uh, 40 kilos in a span of one year. Wow! Yeah, I know. When I think of it now, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I must have been crazy to go at that pace. I wasn't. I didn't take any consultation from a from a nutritionist or a dietitian. I was doing everything on my own. um crash dieting lots of exercise it had a huge impact and, and not a good one on my mm. hormones on my uh, immune system um i lost all the weight but i felt sick a lot after that because i i was restricting my diet and it was i was consuming uh, almost 900 calories um every day so i did it for a year or so and just 900 just 900 yeah so what i want to say is that the transformation did happen but it wasn't a it wasn't a good transformation and it happens with lot of people what i'm grateful about is that once i realized that you know this was this was a mistake my my take to food was not good either i was indulging too much into it and that made me obese or i was completely restricting myself and that actually made me sick um and i i thought that now i have to reestablish my relationship with food and believe me rahul it's still a struggle because the patterns that you create as a child um they are so strong they're so yeah. strongly embedded in your head that at times it's really difficult to you know stick to those new patterns uh, that you're trying to create new habits that you're trying to create and it's still a struggle at times i do overgo go over the board um but i am being more mindful about eating nutritiously lots of vegetables lots of fruits um i don't stay away from carbohydrates people say that oh go follow keto or you know give up mm. carbs altogether they're bad for you I do indulge in carbs, so a balanced meal altogether is basically what I try and stick with. It's paid me good results. My hormones have stabilized a lot. I have gained a lot of strength, um, and which is the goal. So initially, yeah. when I started uh, my fitness journey, it was all about looks. I wanted to look slimmer, mm. prettier. Now it's all about getting stronger, fitter, and happier. And mental health is a part of it because um if your body is fit but your mind is messed up it's mm. not going to, it's not going to work out somehow your fitness your physical fitness will slip you have to have that uh, mental and physical balance um in order to be called healthy or fit So fitness for me is not just about your physical fitness, but it's also mental. And how I got onto uh, mental health is after after my first breakup. As I said earlier, that you know I had a long, long yeah. relationship for thirteen years, and 
um, it somehow relates to my fitness journey because as i lost the weight and in first year of like uh, in first year of college i met this lovely guy and you know we started the relationship and i felt accepted and i felt desired um i sh- probably would ha- wouldn't have chosen uh to go on with the relationship with him if if it was now because there were certain things that you know that were not good i mean our compatibility was a huge issue i had my insecurities i i was clingy i was possessive i was jealous i had all these issues um and they were not related to my fitness they were bo- more mental issues my body had changed but my mind was same insecure lacked confidence i still wanted i still felt uh, i i had a doubt that i was desirable despite looking great my mind kept telling me that you know i probably i'm not that desirable probably he's going to go away yes. whenever he talked to another woman i would get jealous and possessive and i i i would get so fearful what if he you know breaks up with me and that relationship there was a lot of love in it but there were a lot of insecurities from my side as well um and i'm thankful to the gentleman he he was quite mature and he helped me address those insecurities um and that's how i started the you know journey of being mentally healthy as well as physically after the breakup i was completely broken down and into pieces he was my pillar of strength he was my go to person in life for everything and this person wasn't there i was alone i was lonely i was sad i was depressed for a year or i was on antidepressants and i and i felt that i had nothing to look forward to in my life um and then i realized that i have me to look forward to and i exactly. have to have a relationship with myself which i didn't have i was just looking ex- externally i was looking for validation happiness security love everything i was looking for in in the outside world when everything was actually just within me to answer your uh, question um physical fitness came into my mind first and then you know there were these mental issues mental health issues that i had to sort of uh, address and i started addressing them and that's how i i got interested in in mental health issues uh, and somehow moving on from there it got me interested in in spirituality yeah um, and that's my next question uh, that you know uh, while discussing offline we you know we talked about that you know growing and discovering the experiences beyond body and mind right so i want to know from you that what is your definition of it you know uh, how to grow oneself beyond the realms of body and mind yeah that's an interesting interesting one um so as i said earlier it's not about the body it's not about how you look definitely your health matters you know if you if you have aches and pains and if you're not able to perform function um properly it does affect your mental health um and 
your your mental health uh, is important because if you're not feeling i wouldn't even say happy every day but if you're not feeling in sync with yourself if every day is a challenge you're questioning yourself you 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 know you're questioning your purpose you question you're asking yourself am i happy every day it means that something is off that sync is isn't fair um mind is funny mind plays a lot of tricks and mind is something that you can train i'm not saying that you should try and control your mind what i'm trying to say is that you should not necessarily pay lot of attention to to your mind we try and create some identity for ourselves in life and most of you know what we create in terms of identity is based on our insecurities um it's it's basically a defense mechanism creating an identity for yourself in a way is it's just sort of you know caressing your ego body is ego mind is ego when and i'm saying all this from the perspective of spirituality um you're not the mind you are not the body you are something else like i'm talking about you know us as human beings we are more evolved than body and mind we are living conscience there's something else within us you call it soul you call it energy you call it consciousness i don't know i'm not spiritually enlightened i'm still curious still looking at the path i haven't started my journey i'm still curious about this path of spirituality so i won't be able to answer that but all i will say is that just don't define yourself in terms of your body or in terms of your mind mind is just a matter of conditioning this is how we've been conditioned through our experiences you know through our um our genetics our our relationships our but this is not us um and i don't know what it is i'm still searching but my my message for someone who's spiritually curious or who's who probably is trying to you know look at spirituality is that the first place is that try and be an observer of self try and see you, yourself in a third person as a third person at times when i'm you know when i'm caught in chain of thoughts now whether you can call it negative or positive i try and take a moment and observe my my pattern of thinking as a third person as a neutral person outside of this body outside of this mind it gives me quite a lot of insight into what's happening in life i don't know if it makes any sense i don't know if i've been able to ex- answer your question or explain uh, it to you in a in a way that you know is clear but i'm still on that path so i don't no. have an answer and uh, no, no, no. so basically likewise uh, you know i don't think anyone on this subject can be absolutely clear you know but it's a journey you know it's journey of uh, evolution and evolving through your mind and body or beyond your mind and body as well and realizing that there are things beyond this 
uh, our body and mind is not the only existence of us we also exist in our thoughts in our energies and consciousness and a lot of things so you know uh, why i try you know, i try to include at least one question for every episode that i have because because of my curiosity to understand spirituality from different perspectives you know with the people i meet okay and uh, lastly we know that you are a keen reader and uh, you you write poetry as well <laughs> so we would love to know the top 3 or 4 books in your list and of course we just cannot let you go without listening to some of the poetry you created oh my god <laughs> yeah i i love writing but you know it comes to me in phases and it's huh? mostly uh, just sort of you can say that my whenever i go through an emotional phase i kind of pour myself out um at times it's romantic at times it's sad it hasn't happened in a long time to be honest <laughs> because i haven't had those sort of emotional experiences that i used to have mm. um but yeah um so i i don't remember anything that i wrote and it's been long i'm going to have to kind of you know look into a book or something or or you know i i maintain a diary so i i write there so i'm going to have to search for it or maybe my insta page i created an insta page for poetry but that's no longer kind of you know it's not used anymore because i've stopped writing but i still love to read poetry um yeah. i have this love for philosophy uh yeah. so my in on terms of suggesting books or in terms of you know just mentioning the books that i really enjoyed um i would say if we talk about spirituality um i would recommend definitely recommend uh, people reading uh, this autobiography by radhanath swami the journey home it, okay it's beautiful in the sense that when i started reading about spirituality um i came across bhakti yoga and it got it caught my attention bhakti i got really interested in bhakti yoga which 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 is basically all about you know devotion to the almighty and loving every every being mm. every creation love is the essence of life devotion and love they are the essence of life according to bhakti yoga that's the path of bhakti yoga self sacrifice and service you know of others that's the purpose of life according to bhakti yoga so radhanath swami's autobiography the journey home is a really good book into you know how this person who's born in america a jewish mm. guy regular guy born in america how he found his path all the way to india um and it's a beautiful journey he traveled on road from america to well, he went to europe for uh, you know on a on a backpacker's trip and how from there he never returned back and he found his way to india somehow and his, his journey about spirituality finding the right path and he's been living in india for for over 40 years now and he's serving the community he's uh, he's connected to the scon uh, you know scon foundation yeah. scon movement and so amazing autobiography another okay. book by him which i am currently reading is the journey within which is deep into spirituality and more from the perspective of bhakti yoga 
another book that i thoroughly enjoyed uh, is called the art of happiness this is uh, essentially conversations between uh, the lai lama and uh, howard cutler so those conversations on different subjects are captured in the book very insightful um and for the love of poetry and philosophy i can i can suggest uh, that you know that i'm a huge fan of khalil gibran so lebanese uh, mm. was a lebanese philosopher and a, and a poet so his complete works collection of 12 books it's called the complete works of khalil gibran that's a good read when it comes to poetry and philosophy on site wonderful and i will definitely include these authors and Uh, the name of these books in the description of this episode on all the platforms that we are available on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon. So yeah, uh, for the love of my poetry and then the times when I when I write that phase, um, I'd like to just sort of you know share a piece with everyone. Hayas jhuki palak aur tez dhar surma nazar se khayal karne ka irada hai kya? मुस्कुराती होंच और बेपरवाह अदा दिल रखना है या तोड़ने का इरादा है क्या पास आती हो कुछ कहने फिर चुपचाप चली जाती हो सांस देनी है या जान लेने का इरादा है क्या मेरे सब्र का इम्तिहान लेती हो जिस तरह ये बताओ कयामत तक जीने का इरादा है क्या उस टाइम पे जब तुमने लिखा होगा ये तुम कौन सी कितने डीप इमोशन से निकल रही होगी the place where light enters you so love is also yeah. like that true true all right uh, it was a great experience having you here and what a beautiful conversation i hope our audience echo the same thoughts and share their love on this episode by liking subscribing and sharing with their loved ones well take care everyone uh, take very good care of yourself bye bye